Hi there! Coach Antonio Aguirre here for the Life Deck Show. I'm very excited to bring you so much value in each podcast episode, like this one that you're about to listen to. Well, I do hope you enjoy listening to each episode just as much as I did recording this for you. Alright, let's dig into today's episode. Let's go! When you hold a grudge against someone, the only one suffering is you. Thinking about death should not make you feel depressed. Hi, my name is Coach Antonio and in this episode, we're going to be talking about 16 psychology hacks to live in the present moment, aka how to stop overthinking. Let's go. Living in the present moment takes a lot of practice. Believe me. I was a huge overthinker back then and it didn't help at all. When you learn how to live this way, you will live a much more fuller life uh, and appreciate the beauty in every activity, every second of the day, that current moment. For living like there's no tomorrow and to stop worrying, here's how to stop time and live in the present moment. Number one, focus on the now. To live in the present, you need to focus on the now. I know it's very hard to do, but it takes time, again, to practice, right? You can always say you can do that now, but it's so hard to do. It is very hard. If you focus always on your now, you're gonna enjoy that moment that is in front of you. Focus on what you're doing and savor the present moment, whatever it is right now. Savoring and relishing life at the moment shows happiness and other positive emotions. That's number one. Number two, avoid worrying. Worrying does not help you in any way. Worrying can only happen when you look into your future. Keeping your thoughts on your environment and your current activity helps a lot. You can't worry if you leave the future alone. Does that make sense? If that makes sense, leave a comment in the comment section down below. So that's number two. Number three, avoid regret. Regret does not do anything for you. Here's why. Regret arrives when thinking about the past. No one, no one lives in the past. If they did, then they're not moving forward at all. The past is over and does not exist. Unless, you know, you're Doc Marty from Back to the Future, yes, you can go back to the past. And that movie, if you've watched that movie, all three, which is one of my favorites of all time, gives us the lesson that you cannot try to alter the past. You focus on the current time. That's why you avoid regret by doing so. You bringing your past mistakes to life by thinking about them is not good at all. Let them go and just move on to your future because your future self We'll thank you for that. Number four, read about different mental models. What does that mean? A mental model is a model that is constructed and simulated within a conscious mind. When your mind is conscious about things, you're now more focused on the things in front of you, not what's behind you. To be conscious is to be aware of the world around you and yourself to the entire world. Read about different mental models that you can have for yourself. It's a good thing to practice. Mental models teach us how to think within the current moment and it encourages us to think more critical about that moment critical on the moment not on yourself by reading mental models you will understand how to think and get help in living in the present moment so that's number four moving on to number five which is avoid multitasking when i was younger i thought that multitasking was great doing one thing another thing all at the same time thing is you're gonna be a jack of all trades you're not gonna be master of one thing is being a master of one is a lot better than being a jack of all trades try doing one task at a time if you're reading can you watch a film at the same time or text someone of course you're not gonna absorb whatever you're doing if you're if you're doing two things at the same time right and you're 
brain gets fried. You know, like a computer, when you have so many tabs open, it freezes. Our mind is like that. It crashes, and it if it's super loaded, it's like you have so much RAM, and you can only handle that much in the time being. Try doing one task at a time. You'll find you perform your tasks faster, a lot more accurate, and a lot better at the higher level. Everything's better when you're doing one thing and one thing alone. Let multitasking be a thing of the past for you. If you're used to multitasking, stop. You need to stop right away. Single tasking is much more conducting to living in the present moment. So that's number five. Moving on to number six, learn how to forgive. I know, it's so hard. Forgiving someone that has hurt you in the past. When you hold a grudge against someone, the only one suffering is you. When you have anger, it is distracting because that is always running in your mind. You want to extract revenge and it keeps you from enjoying the current moment that you have. Imagine this, you're in a grand vacation, the vacation area of your dreams. And then you're thinking about, I want to post this so that my enemy, who used to hurt me a lot, sees this so that they feel bad about themselves, that you're here in this nice place and they're not. Think about that. If that is your motivation in becoming successful, then I don't think you're going to be really happy. Six, learn to forgive. Number seven, discover what you want. Know what you want. When you know what you want, it's a lot better because you wake up with a purpose. You know your why. Make a list of things that you really want to do, not things that you need to accomplish. Take a look and make sure it reflects the desires for self-care. I've said a lot of things about self-care in my post on Facebook. I'll leave that in another episode. If so, if you have a list of things that you want to do, add them to your calendar and learn how to prioritize them. You should know which one is your priority and which one isn't. Like when you say you're going to meet a friend, your best friend, but then you keep on postponing it, it means that it's just not a priority for you. Or like reading a book. If you say you give yourself so many excuses not to read the book that you always wanted to read, then you're just giving yourself an excuse not to do that thing that you need to do, which is not a priority. Does that make sense? That's number seven. Discover what you want. Number eight, and this is one of my favorite things of all, which is perform random acts of kindness. And random acts of kindness that doesn't need to be seen on video or in a photo or what. Random acts of kindness to people who are not going to be able to do something for you. Not acts of kindness to people that can do something for you. If someone can give you money because you do something good for them, it's not an act of random kindness. It's like a bribe or something. Something close to that. Through your generosity, you can positively affect another person's life. People will never forget how you treated them in that very moment. It's one thing I learned. People never forget that. I've had a lot of messages from people messages from people saying that, you know, I'll never forget the time you did blank for me and I always smile and remember that thing that you did. Whatever that is. And for you, nothing. It's It didn't cost anything. You didn't become poor or what. It's something that you did out of random kindness and you didn't think about you know, documenting or writing like Dear Diary today did a random act of kindness. Not that kind of thing. Doing a random act of kindness not only helps you live in the moment because you see that moment and you can help someone in that current moment instead of thinking about something in the future, but improves the moment for you and for that other person as well. Does that make sense? That makes sense? Leave a comment in the comment section down below of one random act of kindness that you did recently. Number eight. Number nine is a little tricky, but it is something we need to do even if it's the pandemic. Learn how to take a 
nature walk or walk outside your house. So there may not be a better way to live in the moment than to get outside, get some fresh air, and take a nature walk, wherever that may be. I don't care where, where you live, where you're at, you can always do that anywhere, even if you live in the city. It's good exercise and it can help you relieve a lot of stress because when you stay in one environment from your house, straight to the office, house, office, kind of takes your its toll on, on your mind and people get crazy thinking about what's happening because they're just in common environments. That's the reason why I still go to the office even if there's nothing to really do because it's a change of scenery for me. It helps keep you sane. At the same time, helps you think what you can do at that present moment. That's number nine. Take a nature walk or go somewhere where there is an environment where you can actually think. Number 10, it's unplugging. Unplug. Many of us has this fear of FOMO. Are you familiar with the word FOMO? Fear of missing out. It's a thing. It's an actual thing. I didn't know that when I was a kid. FOMO is real. I didn't know when I was a kid that, for example, my high school friends, when they go out on a Saturday and my parents would not let me go out because I was just a minor, like 16 or 17, they would not allow me to go out. So I had FOMO because on Monday, all my friends would be talking about the crazy things that happened during that day and then you'd be left out. That's an example of FOMO. Many of us have that and it's okay to have FOMO. You want to make a commitment to leave your phones behind during mealtime, as an example. Be present with the people that you're currently with. I had so many pictures back then of me being in dinner um, with friends and then I'm on my phone and the people around me are also in phones talking to someone else when in fact we could just be talking. So now I have a rule when I'm with the friends that we put our phones on silent and in our pockets or not in our back just for an hour or two. It wouldn't hurt. Learn how to unplug most of the time. I do that also every Saturday night until Sunday at night as well. So that's about a good 24 hours that I am unplugged to social media. Moving on to number 11, which is affirmations. Are you familiar with affirmations? It's good to have affirmations. I do have my own affirmations as well. For some people, they don't believe in it. For some, they do. I'm a believer in that. Whatever you think, therefore you can attract. It's like the law of attraction. It's not for everyone. Saying that you are wealthy, even if your bank account says you're not wealthy, it's a difficult task to do. It takes a lot of uh, strength and internal fortune to do that. Saying affirmations and positive thinking quotes actually helps us a lot. It replaces negative thoughts with positive thoughts instead. If you immerse yourself in negative thoughts, then whatever comes out of your mouth will be negative thoughts as well. If you immerse yourself in content that's full of negativity, most likely you're going to be a person that's full of negativity. Instead, if you watch a lot of positive thoughts or content, like the contents you see here, you're going to put out a lot of positive thoughts as well. Does that make sense? Of course it does. I don't have to ask you for that. Practice saying affirmations daily as much as you can. I do that every morning upon waking up. One of the first things that I do before sleeping will completely change your present if you do so. I can guarantee you that. Believe in your thoughts that you are, therefore you will. So that's number 11. Have your affirmations and do it over and over again nonstop. Number 12. Celebrate daily wins. Every day you are winning. You just don't recognize it. To live in the present, list down or write down everything that you have accomplished during that day. So you can do that at night. When you write all your wins down, you'll start to realize how many are they. You get addicted to it. Wins are wins, no matter how big or small they are. Being able to accomplish a task that you never accomplished before, that's a win. Being able to fix your bed is your first win. Not pressing snooze on your alarm is a win. So when your alarm goes off and you immediately get up, that's a win. Not touching your phone when you wake up, being the 13th thing that you need to do in the day is a win. These things can help you savor the successes rather than thinking about what you did not accomplish that day. Focus on the things that you are doing right instead of the things that you didn't do right. Number 12, celebrate small wins. Number 13, I'm doing the smile thing. Uh, one of my mentors said I should smile
on one of my videos. That's number 13, smile. Not only does smiling make you feel good, smiling at someone will make their day too. Uh, you want to be sincere, find something about that person that you appreciate and let them know about it. Here's a trick from one of the books, How to Talk to Anyone. Whenever you meet someone new, don't smile at them right away, but instead not looking at them and then looking at them and then you smile slowly is a lot more genuine than smiling at everyone. It makes you look like a politician. When you're just smiling all the time, makes it not sincere. But when you're poker face and then you smile at someone, it gives an idea that that person made you smile instead. Smiling is an art. I practice my smile, actually, in front of a mirror. I know that this is my smile. I can go over this. That's an over smile. So this is my smile. So this is something I practice every day in front of the mirror. When I'm washing my face or doing something in front of the mirror, I practice that smile over and over again. Number 13. Smile. Moving to 14, which is sleep is crucial. Sleep is very important. I used to sleep three to five hours when I was still working. And I thought I was invincible. But in fact, it was one, more, one of the worst things to do for yourself. It's like torture. Sleeplessness makes us really tired, moody, have mood swings. It makes us less enthusiastic and unfocused because you're cranky when you don't have seven to nine hours of sleep every day. If you stay in that state for too long, you'll start to see negative effects on your life. Just like a drug addict. When they take drugs that makes them stay awake, the longer time that they stay awake artificially, the more violent that they get. It's the same thing. Imagine if you have no sleep for 48 hours. That's gonna make you so, so cranky and not a good person to be with. You're creating problems for yourself if you do so. So try to give up caffeine to reinvigorate your sleep life. If you drink a lot of coffee, try to minimize drinking coffee because coffee is like drugs. It is an addiction. It's one of the few things that I think people get addicted do, that should be banned for those that don't know how to regulate it from themselves. Sleep is king. Number 14. Moving on to number 15, and one of my favorites. If you need help, ask for it. Because if you don't ask, the answer is no. Simple enough. Most people don't know the concept of asking. They assume, oh, I thought that you wouldn't help me. That's why I didn't ask. I didn't bother. Oh, I thought you'd do this. That's why I didn't bother asking. Eh, wrong. Not being able to get help is very, very exhausting. And not asking for help will lead to burnout. So look at your day and see where you're spending the most time with and especially on tasks that you don't need to be doing. For example, laundry, you're doing household chores. And things that 80% someone can do for you, have it done. If you can afford having someone to do things for you, then do so. Let people help you. Learn how to have people help you. You are not an island. People think that you can do everything themselves. The smart ones actually get a lot of people to do things for them instead of doing everything for themselves. That's how you use your wealth, create more wealth, because you use that as leverage. Manpower is leverage. If you have manpower, then that is great leverage for you to grow even further. So that's number 15. If you need help, ask for it. Don't be afraid to ask. Number 16, silence is helpful. Take a few days to be more mindful about your conversations that you have, whether physical or online, even mental as well. You want to avoid saying anything that is unnecessary. We say a lot of things that are not needed, like our thoughts about politics, our thoughts about sports, our, our thoughts about our relationships to other people. People. Most of the things we say, 90% of the things we say are not really important. And we think that it's important to be heard. You know, activists, I've had so many arguments before with activists and looking forward to them 10 years after did nothing really much for those activists, to be honest. If you are an activist, then I suggest we talk 10 years after, after you've done all those activism things that you think should be heard and you'll see that it won't go anywhere. You'll be shocked at how much more time you have by not speaking, right? 
right by, by staying silent. Number 16, silence is really helpful. Take a moment to be quiet. We aren't going to be around forever. That's a fact. When we start to live, we're also starting to die. Uh, we're all going to die eventually. And you want to make the most out of it because you know, once you know that you have only an X amount of time living, then you would realize how important it is to live in that present moment. Thinking about death should not make you feel depressed unless you're dying, you know, in, in, in a very short amount of time. It should help build enthusiasm for the time you have here on Earth to be able to optimize it and savor every moment that you have. So I leave you with this. Live with a life full of intent. Live intentionally. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you found value in today's episode, make sure to share it and tag me on your social media accounts and I'll do my best to repost or comment on it. Follow me on Instagram at antoniogirid.junior. Leave a comment about this episode and subscribe to me on my YouTube channel, Coach Antonio Aguirre Jr. I'll talk to you soon on the next podcast episode. Aight? Peace.